Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle program, and I'm your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is The Philosophical Equations of, Enic- of Economics. These books are available free for viewing at the philosophicalangle.com. If you'd like to shoot us a comment after watching and make a suggestion, give us an email at chrisangle1 at gmail.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-A-N-G-L-E 1 at gmail.com. The purpose of the philosophical angle is to examine the nature of concepts being used in current media. And secondarily, use those definitions to understand the righteousness and ethical, superior, ethical superiority of conservative positions. And uh, this week we're going to talk about why Democrats are the party of racism. And that's kind of a startling uh, statement because usually uh, everybody thinks that Democrats are uh, because the Democrats usually call the Republicans the party of racism. Uh, and uh, it kind of occurred to me that this we should discuss this because I heard it not too long ago on the Rush Limbaugh show uh, that he mentioned also that Democrats are the party of race. So since it's kind of a, a mainstream point of contention by either party, uh, let's talk about it here. And I know that Dinesh D'Souza has brought up a, a lot of facts about the history of racism and the history of, uh, of Democrats as the party of racism. But we're going to take another view of the situation, uh, more of a philosophical view, and discuss it. Because it's, uh, it's an extraordinary statement. And so we're going to ask ourselves, is it true? Is it true that that Democrats, Democrats are the party of, of racism, and we're gonna we're gonna conclude that yes, they're a party of caste racism, that is class racism. So what makes them the party of race, or should I say when I say them, shouldn't I say the the progressive utopian socialist liberal? So first we're gonna need to remind ourselves what is the basic core difference between a liberal and a conservative, between a a Democrat and a Republican. What's that core difference? And the very essence and nature of the difference between the two parties and the two philosophies of of each party is that, or the, the single philosophies of each party is that, is that a liberal or a leftist considers that others, those not being liberal or leftist, are inherently bad. That is that those who are, who are not liberal think that the nature of others is inherently bad. And the opposite is true for the conservative Republican. He believes that the party, that people are inherently good. That is, their nature is fundamentally and naturally good. The leftist believes that fundamentally people are not so good, that their nature is not so good. 
With this basic attitude, the leftist believes that because the nature of humans is not good, and there's a case to be made for this, because all we have to do is look at the Bible, and it tells us that we are sinners, and, and it's true. We sin. Humans do many bad things. Look at the history of humans. Not so great. And as the, uh, the New Testament says, we have all sinned and come short of the, of the glory of God. So the Democrats have a point. Uh, but nevertheless, the conservative feels that our nature is inherently good and that humans do good things. And actually, we do a lot of good things. Look at the amount of of uh, giving that the American society does, the amount of nonprofit organizations that are out there doing great things. So it's hard to know who's right. It's hard to know completely, both because both sides have a point. But the uh, political assumption of the leftist and the rightist as pointed out here in, in this conversation today, is that one has a view of the, the good nature of humans and the other, the liberals, have a, a dark view that the human's nature is, is not so good. So when a leftist has this outlook upon human nature, the leftist feels that government is needed in order to control the non-leftist and the human population in general because they're inherently bad. And so they need guidance. And the best vehicle to supply this guidance is through the laws and regulations of, of government. Government creates its laws and regulations to control the badness inherent in the in the populace. And in order to execute the laws and regulations, coercion is needed. And as we all know, government has the power of coercion. And so the leftist, his trust is in government. And so the leftist tries to become part of the government to create the laws and regulations and control society, and and uh, they do. The leftist enters into the jobs in society that are highly partial to the influence and control of people, such as into government itself, into teaching, into uh, the universities, and uh, they've done a great job. They're they're pretty much everywhere in the academic world. But in order to control society, not only is coercion needed, but there are, there are also a couple of other ingredients that are necessary for the leftist in order for him to obtain his objectives. And so ingredient number one is coercion. And ingredient number two is a class of people who have the ability to work and produce. That is, this, uh, this, this ability to work and produce is needed 
in order to support the government and the liberals employed there. This populace, this working class of people is needed to produce goods and services and produce a profit in order for the government to tax and they have to tax these companies in order to to enable it to to be able to generate tax that they can bring to the government and and uh, let the government run and generate and and execute its uh, its rules and regulations and obviously this this class of people that produces this profit in the United States is basically for the most part uh, historically Caucasian white people but a long time ago of course in the United States in the southern part the working class were the black African slaves brought over by the uh, British uh, trades uh, uh, traders of slaves but unfortunately for the progressive leftists the United States is a republic which is democratically controlled by a voting populace uh, as such, the progressive utopian Democrat requires a majority. And they require a majority to, in order to further their cause of enlarging government and expanding its powers of coercion in order to control the members of society who are inherently bad, like you conservatives and you Republicans out there. Therefore, the progressive utopian Democrat requires voters. And presently, they're seeking these voters by enlarging the welfare and underclass. And these underclasses are represented by, by and large, the African Americans and the Hispanics, uh, who either have low-end jobs or are on welfare. And to this class, the progressive utopian Democrat will give largesse. They're going to give out money. They're going to give out welfare. And it all started under the administration of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And he started to give out welfare money. And so blacks that were predominantly Republican up until that point became predominantly Democrat because they're literally being paid to do so. And so this is this has now been in, in, enlarged, that is, welfare has been enlarged through the availability of all the different types of welfare programs, which are available to all the indigenous poor of the United States, to, to, to the classes of people who vote Democratic, and especially to the illegals. And so, why are the socialist utopian progressive democrats of the u.s why do we why can we call them racist well it's because they are the party of a class system a caste system if you will and these classes are made up of the various races the democrats need these races to stay where they are to make up their respective classes that they will feed and enable the Democratic Party through uh, their voting power to per to perpetuate their power through the control of government. So let's summarize 
what the leftist needs. First, he needs the producers of goods and services and profits uh, to pay the taxes, or should we say tribute. Thus, we see the Democrats go to Wall Street and the big companies to make deals. Uh, that is to uh, get their contributions to their campaigns. And this class is comprised of mainly the, the white working people. And secondly, the voters who will vote for them because they need, uh, because the progressive utopian socialist Democrat will, they'll give them the welfare. Uh, and uh, for that, uh, the welfare recipients will, will vote for them. And they'll be giving out Section 8 housing, free government, education, food stamps, and uh, all sorts of other types of, uh, of welfare. And they'll give them to the minorities and the illegals, which make up the various classes, such as the Hispanics and the blacks in, in society. And, and by the way, it doesn't matter that uh, they are illegal. It doesn't stop them from voting, it, it, it appears. In return for the various welfare, that these classes receive, the government workers um, and the Democratic Party that make up the government workers and its government unions, uh, they are fed generous benefits and therefore they go into government. And so the government uh, needs their caste system, which is comprised of the various classes of society and these classes are comprised of the various races, uh, whether they're legal or, or illegal. And so we can conclude that the Democrats are the party of class racism. Thanks for joining me here on the Philosophical Angle, and we'll see you next week with another interesting subject. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.